0: Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and ready to hear the Word of God. It's day 120. We're almost a third of the way through the whole program and we're going to be reading from Second Samuel chapters 23 and 24 and also Luke chapter 22 verses 31 to 53. So let's get started with the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 23. These are the last words of David, the inspired utterance of David, son of Jess, the utterance of the man exalted by the Most High, the man anointed by the God of Jacob, the hero of Israel's songs. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word was on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The Rock of Israel said to me, When one rules over people in righteousness, when he rules in the fear of God, he is like the light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning, like the brightness after rain that brings grass from the earth. If my house were not right with God, surely he would not have made me an everlasting covenant, arranged and secured in every part. Surely he would not bring to fruition my salvation and grant me my every desire. But evil men are all to be cast aside like thorns, which are not gathered with the hand. Whoever touches thorns uses a tool of iron or the shaft of a spear. They are burned up where they lie. These are the names of David's mighty warriors. Joheb Bashabeth, a tankmanite, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against 800 men, whom he killed in one encounter. Next to him was Elazir, son of Dode the Ahwite. As one of the three mighty warriors, he was with David when they taunted the Philistines gathered at them in for battle. Then the Israelites retreated. But Eleazar stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Eleazar, but only to strip the dead. Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi the Harahite. When the Philistines banded together at a place where there was a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field. He defended it and struck the Philistines down, and the Lord brought about a great victory. During harvest time, Three of the thirty chief warriors came down to David at the cave of Adullam, while a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephim. At that time, David was in the stronghold, and the Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. David longed for water and said, Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. So the mighty three warriors broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, He poured it out before the Lord. Abishai, the brother of Uab, son of Zeruiah, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against 300 men, whom he killed, and so he became as famous as the three. Was he not held in greater honour than the three? He became their commander, even though he was not um, included among them. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant fighter from Kebzeel, performed great exploits. He struck down Moab's two mightiest warriors, he also went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. And he struck down a huge Egyptian. Although the Egyptian had a spear in his hand, Beniah went against him with a club. He snatched his spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Such were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehoiada. He too was as famous as the three mighty warriors. He was held in great honor, in great honour than any of the 30, but he was not included among the three and David put him in charge of his bodyguard. Among the 30 were Asahel, the brother of Joab; Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shammah, the Haradite, Eliqah, the Haradite, Helez, the Paltite, Era, son of Ekesh from Tekoa, Abizer from Anathoth, Sebeki, the Hushathite, Zalmon, the Ahohite; Mahari, the Nith- Netophathite, Heled, son of Bana, the Netophathite, Ethy, son of Ribbi, from Gibeah in Benjamin, Benaiah, the Pirithonite, Hidai, from the ravines of Gash, Abi-Albon, the Arbathite, Azmaveth, the Barthamite, Elaba, the Shalbanite, the sons of Jashin, Jonathan, son of Shammah, the Hararite, Aham, son of Sharar, the Hararite, Eliphilat, son of Ashabai, the Machathite; Eliam, son of Ahithapel, the Gileanite, Hezro the Carmelite, Pari the Harbite, Egal son of Nathan from Zobah, the son of Hagri, Zelik, the Ammonite, Zahari the Berethite, the armour bearer of Yohab son of Zeruiah, Ira the Ithrite, Gareb the Ithrite, and Uriah the Hittite. There were thirty seven in all. Second Samuel chapter twenty four. Again the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he incited David against him, saying, Go and take a census of Israel and Judah. So the king said to Johab and the army commanders with him, Go throughout the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and enroll the fighting men, so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God multiply the troops a hundred times over, and may the eyes of the Lord the king see it. But why does my Lord the king want to do such a thing? The king's word, however, overruled Joab and the army commanders, so they left the presence of the king to enrol the fighting men of Israel. After crossing the Jordan, they camped near Arwar, south of the town in the gorge, and then went through Gad and on to Jazer. They went to Gilead and the region of Tatim, Honshi, and on to Danjan and around towards Sidon. Then they went toward the fortress of Tyr and all the towns of the Hivites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went on to Beersheba, in the Negev of Judah. After they had gone through the entire land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and 20 days. Yochab reported the number of the fighting men to the king. In Israel, there were 800,000 able-bodied men who could handle the sword, and in Judah, 500,000. David was conscious stricken after he had counted the fighting men, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. Now, Lord, I beg you, Take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. Before David got up the next morning, the word of the Lord had come to Gad the prophet, David's seer. Go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I'm giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, Shall there come on you three years of famine in your land, or three months of fleeing from your enemies while they pursue you, or three days of plague in your land? Now then. Think it over and decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel from that morning until the end of the time designated. And 70,000 of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. When the angel stretched out his hand to destroy Jerusalem, The Lord relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel who was afflicting the people, Enough, withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then at the threshing floor of Arunah, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was striking down the people, he said to the Lord, I have sinned. The shepherd have done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Let your hand fall on me and my family. On that day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. So David went up, as the Lord had commanded throughout Gad. When Aruna looked and saw the king and his officials coming toward him, he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. Aruna said, Why has my Lord come to his servant to buy your threshing floor? David answered, So I can build an altar to the Lord, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Aruna said to David, let my lord the king take whatever he wishes and offer it up. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and here are threshing sledges and oaks yokes for the wood. Your Majesty, Aruna gives all this to the king. Aruna also said to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David brought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid 50 shekels of silver for them. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered his prayer in behalf of the land and the plague on Israel was stopped. And there we go. Now we'll go into Luke. That's chapter 22, verses 31 to 53. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fall. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. And Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse, bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. If you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he was numbered with the transgressors, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough, he replied. Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, am I leading a rebellion? That You have come with swords and clubs. Every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not lay a hand on me, but this is your hour when darkness reigns. Then seizing him, they led, away, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, this man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, you also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. And there we are. So we'll go on from verses 61 to the end tomorrow. There we go. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Lord, we thank you for the incredible stories of King David. Lord, how you anointed him and how his father in heaven gave him so many things, Lord, gave him an incredible life of adventure, Lord, of things that were good and things that were bad. But what inspiration do we get from his strength of character, Lord, and all the things that we can learn? And Lord, as we grow in discipleship, we ask that, Lord, you would help us to have the love for one another as you have for us. Help us to be good disciples, Lord, that fulfill your word, that help, Lord, to do your will and build an almighty and strong church, Lord, of real believers, Lord, as you come back in time to rescue us and to come back for your church. In your almighty name of Jesus, amen. And for the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we know that we are sinners and we have done many things wrong. Lord, we ask that you would forgive us of our sin as we forgive others who have sinned against us. And Lord, we know that you died on the cross so that our sins would be forgiven and that we would have a new life in you as our Lord and Saviour. And Lord, we celebrate you, we celebrate everything that you have done for us. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would come into our lives, be our Lord and Saviour of everything that we are, heart, mind and body and soul. We thank you, Jesus, for you are Lord and Savior, the Alpha and the Omega, and you sit at the right-hand side of the Father. In your almighty name of Jesus, may you have all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today on day 120 of Bible 365. I hope you have a wonderful day, and may God bless you, and I'll see you again very soon. But I, just, I...